I'm Shanae Ogumike. I'm Lisa Leslie, and we're very excited to tell you about our new podcast with Blue Wire, Front and Center. Lisa and I are breaking down what's going on in our lives, in the world, and keeping it 100. We're also learning from amazing guests as well, like Emmanuel Acho. People that show love to me, I forever got their back. Vivica A. Fox. If the foundation isn't right, then the rest of it's going to go wrong from there. And more. Subscribe to Front and Center today. And with that, welcome back to the Orange and Brown Report. Hope everybody is doing okay as we deal with everything that's going on in the world. Uh, COVID, elections, Browns are on a bye week after losing to the Raiders, as Stephen Thomas and I have went over. Oh, there's a lot of stuff going on, and I do not want to give you any impression that I am comparing those three things that I just talked about. Uh, but not fun is not fun, and stressful is stressful. So let's just let's call a spade a spade. Make sure you're taking care of yourself. And as I say at the end of all of my sessions, uh, but I'm going to say it at the beginning of this one, take care of yourself and take care of others. It's really the simplest way for us to make sure that we are looking to live life with people and with ourselves in a healthy way. So, hope everybody's doing well. I hope you are um, maybe even enjoying not having to think about the Browns having a game coming up. Um, I'm really looking forward to I have the honor and privilege to have the legendary Fred Greetham on uh, in just a little bit. And I hope you are excited for the Front and Center podcast uh, from the ladies um, the new the new podcast for the Blue Wire. But first, let me talk to you about Indeed. Even though sports had to take a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier. Like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through December 31st. So it is time for me to bring in the guy that uh, for the Orange and Brown Report and for all of the years, Fred Griefham has covered the Browns, and he is going to make sure that you know everything you need to know about what's going on for the Browns in their bye week. Come on recording. Do your thing. Okay. All right, folks. So I promised we have the legendary Fred Greek on with us tonight. And Fred, we're going to the bye week uh, for the Cleveland Browns, uh, coming in at five and three. Uh, we just uh, had that the trade deadline came and went without any moves. As you look at the Browns' lack of moves at the trade deadline, what does that tell you about where the Browns are and, and maybe what the Browns expect? Well, we talked. I talked to Andrew Barry today on a Zoom call. We don't get to talk to him too often, 
but you know he was asked about that and he he said that they came on a couple they were they were he didn't really say close they were in discussions on a couple but it just in the end it it did i think teams wanted more than what they wanted to give up and he really wants to build through the draft doesn't want to give up you know assets as they call it for short term situations most guys at the trade deadline you know are probably somebody that's going into free agency and it's like a like a rental or something like that so yeah he didn't really say a whole lot wouldn't really even get close to you know any any situations you know that they were in discussion about but in the end they just said that they're happy with what they have and they're going to build from their team and go like that so you know right now their only means is pretty much waivers or picking up guys off the street and free agency but as i wrote in the article today probably their best addition to the roster is the health of some of the players you know getting austin hooper and and miles garrett should be healed up and you know the biggest one would be getting nick chubb back and wyatt teller and and maybe even Jacob Phillips. So if you got those guys back, it'd probably be better than most pickups you can get in, at the midseason. Yeah, absolutely. And so, um, you know, I know against the Raiders, the Browns didn't have their number one running back, uh, their number one wide receiver who won't be back, uh, their number one tight end, uh, the Wyatt Teller who was playing like one of the, their best offensive linemen. All of those players were out, and their number one defensive player was very, very limited. Uh, so, folks, make sure you go to the OBR for Fred's piece titled Brown Stand Pat at Trade Deadline, Try to Regroup for the Second Half. And then he also talks about uh, Hooper's return to practice and two of the bigger players who were not at practice. But you'll have to read those pieces to, to make sure you, you are up on who was there and who was not there uh, for the Browns from Fred today, who is always grinding. And so, Fred, you've heard the we're going to build through the draft. You have heard that statement and that belief system uh, over and over again, really. that's uh, I think John Dorsey's probably one of the few that didn't outright say it all the time. Do you feel like this is this is just kind of that lip service to that, or do you really feel like for them uh, the draft really will be their key and making moves in, in trading off draft picks is, is, is unlikely with this group? Yeah, I think uh, with the analytics group, you know, they just see the value. You know, you, you get a draft pick for four or five years and uh, at a relatively, you know, low salary. It's kind of second best to get hitting on an undrafted free agent. So, you know, that's that's what they want to do. And the problem in the past is you haven't had anybody here long enough, you know, to build anything <laughs> through the draft. And if they did, they didn't pick the right guys, you know. Miss after miss after miss. Now, all we can do is look at eight games for Andrew Barry, but, you know, I think Jedrick Wills probably will, after going through growing pains, probably will be a pretty good tackle. We don't know anything about Grant Delpit, but he was really going to be the centerpiece of the defense, you know, from the draft. Jacob Phillips has shown things, but he can't stay on the field. And uh, Harrison Bryant, I think, has probably been the best pick of the draft in the fourth round. You know, and then you got, 
you know, Donovan Peoples-Jones and Jordan Elliott, who's playing, but you don't hear his name much. So, you know, so far it seems like you got you got something, you know, going with this draft, especially with the second and third round picks. Have yeah. Feel the whole lot. Yeah, and I think that's that's really key is obviously you want to hit on studs, right? You want everybody to be Miles Garrett, but you really just can't miss on on a ton of your picks. Like that doesn't work, right? And so uh, in the analytics, what you're you're exactly right when it comes to you know young uh, is key, right? If you're young, you you have the chance to develop. If you're a little bit older, maybe you've already hit your ceiling, uh, but you're going to be cheap, and you're going to have them. You're going to have them for three, four, five years um, on the contract, depending on um, you know how long they want to keep them. So it does seem like they're going to value those draft picks. I think it's an interesting uh, dichotomy because Barry made it clear he was going to be uh, aggressive in free agency, and he was with Hooper and Conklin and then obviously a lot of one-year deals. Um, and now, but w- with the draft picks, maybe a little bit more possessive of those draft picks. Um, anything else from Andrew Barry, um, his his press conference today, anything that stood out to you? Well, uh, sounds like he things. wasn't, yeah. Uh he was asked about OBJ, and he says his feelings haven't changed. He's, in fact, he got as irritated as he gets. As you, everybody asks me about this, I feel the same way. He's one of the best receivers in the in the league, and nice. our number one uh, priority with him is getting him rehabbed and getting him ready for next season. And he was almost put out by being asked, does he still have a future with the team? And so um, – it's funny they say he gets asked all the, every week, but not by us. It's the first time <laughs> we've talked to him since training camp. So, you know, it. it they always say the same thing. Well, you're going to have to talk to the coach or, or Stefanski always says you're going to have to talk to Andrew Bear. We'll only talk to him like once a year. So, you know, it's kind of difficult. But, no, the LBJ thing made it clear that, that he's part of their future. And uh, – I think one of the things to give you a little light on the type with trade, he talked quite a bit about Ronnie Harrison trade, you know, a 23-year-old. Um, that's the kind of mold they want, a guy they can acquire, and they have experience, but they're they're kind of still in the first year or first contract and and have a lot of upside. So, you know, under more under-the-radar type, you know, mm-hmm. trade. So, um he was asked about Baker Mayfield, you know, and actually I was writing a story about that. Um, just asked two or three questions. Have you seen enough to, you know, and he wouldn't tip his hand. He said he's doing everything asked. He looks good. He's improving. So, you know, he didn't come out and say, yeah, he's the guy. And, uh, you know, so, so Andrew Barry's, even though he's only 32, he's, he's become very good at, talking without saying anything <laughs> i asked him second or third question in the conference call about you know the defense giving up 30 some points a game and it looks like you have obviously miles garrett and denzel ward but other than that do you see any building blocks and he talked for 40 seconds but he didn't name anybody and i right. uh, just said you know we have a lot of people that you know, we we think, you know, can do things. But, yeah, you know, I posted video for most of those on my Twitter. But he, um, 
you know, he, he already knows how to how to go around things without saying a lot. Yeah, and I think that's similar to how you talked about uh, uh, Kevin Stefanski and just kind of how he processes and he doesn't give away a lot and those kind of things. And so while people may read into his Baker Mayfield comments, it sounds like it was more of a not going to say a lot more than not going to give him a vote of confidence or any of those kind of things. It was just him not sharing a lot of information, um, which is okay. Well, yeah, it's a big decision. They have to pick up that fifth-year option by, you know, the latest is May. And, yeah, they do have I, – I think he's right to let the season play out. Um, and I don't expect him to really answer the question until he does it. And But right now, with the average of the quarterbacks top 10, you know, it's it's looking like 25 to $30 million, you know, for that fifth-year option that becomes fully guaranteed, I think, it, with an injury. Um, when you pick it up. So, you know, that's a big decision for them. And, and uh, you know, I expect as we go down the road, you know, well, it'll be pretty evident by the end of the year what they think or, you know, how he progresses. Absolutely. $25 million or so is, is a lot of money for that fifth year, and that's why you've seen a lot of teams, Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, and others, try to extend their quarterbacks maybe sometimes a little early, but uh, $25 million or 20 some million for that fifth-year option is really expensive if you don't have that extension. Uh, so we also heard from Kevin Stefanski today. Anything from his press conference that uh, shed any light about how this bye week is going to go or how Stefanski feels, where the Stefanski feels like the season is? Anything that stood out to you with Kevin Stefanski today? Well, there actually was nothing today. All was Andrew Barry. He did talk Monday, and he just said they're doing self-scouting and evaluating, you know, where they're at, the coaching staff, and, you know, what, you know, play calling and, you know, what they can do and mapping out a plan for the second half of the season. But, yeah, it's been pretty locked down tight. We talked to Stefanski Monday and uh, no players and then uh, Barry today. So, you know, that's that's pretty much – you know what all we have and uh they're off until next i think monday so it'll be kind of quiet so i'll be running stuff from barry what he said today probably over the next few days you know bits and pieces you know different angles great and folks that's what happens when the host gets home from work eats dinner and starts a podcast and forgets to do enough prep work my apologies for for that on Stefanski not having a press conference today that was on monday which Feels like it was 20 minutes ago or two weeks ago, given everything going on in our world. So, Fred, you wrote about uh, some of the injured players coming back. Based on what you know or what you're hearing or what you just kind of get a sense, after the bye, who do you hope, expect, who do you think will be returning for the Browns after the bye that has been out either a week or more over the last few weeks? Well, today, out on the field, Hooper was the only one that returned. You could see Miles Garrett, Wyatt Teller, Jacob Phillips, and I think Jarvis Landry over with the trainer on the stationary bike. Um, so I think, yeah, they would have been crazy to put them out on the field today. But I really would expect – I talked to Josh Cribbs. He said he tore his MCL, and he played within three weeks. You know, and 
because it didn't need surgery. And, you know, they talked about a sprain with Chubb, and it's already been, I think, four weeks. And after this weekend, it'll be five weeks. I'll be extremely, uh, what's the word, you know, like surprised if he's not ready to go for the Texans game. I would think Wyatt Teller, you know, in the the crazy thing about that, when we were in the press box, when he went out, the announcement in the press box was Wyatt Teller has a calf, but he's probable to return. Mm-hmm. At halftime, then they said he's questionable to return, and then they said he's out. And now it's been, what, four, three games? Three games, right. Four weeks. And, and so I would think Teller, Chubb, I would even think Jacob Phillips would be close, you know, to, to coming back. And so – yeah, I expect him with Hooper to be almost full strength. The biggest question to me is Greedy Williams. Is he ever going to come back this year, or is he just done? Coach really, the only thing he said Monday was he's, I think he said, several weeks away. You know, mm. so, um, That doesn't sound like, you know, unless they're just holding out hope, you know, if they make the playoffs <laughs> to bring him back then, but. Yeah, yeah I, that, I think they're going to get a shot in the arm with – I would I would be surprised if Chubb's not ready. And just Hooper, right, there's two Pro Bowl players. And when you have Beckham out, that makes it even more important. We really saw the, the missing of Nick Chubb. I think that Raiders game was a game that he could have really been the Josh Jacobs for the Browns and maybe a duel of them not dominating the running game. Maybe the Browns could have had – three or four eight-minute drives. Yeah, I think, you know, the idea of getting back, you know, to a third of your starting offensive, uh, you know, players or a quarter of them, you know, is, is going to be huge. I think the Greedy Williams thing is going to be something that's going to be interesting to watch, not just for this year, but really moving forward is it's been pretty secretive. We know it's shoulder. Um, we're not really sure what happened or what is wrong, which has led to speculation. I've speculated that maybe it's something around a pinched nerve, something in the neck. Um, well, that is what it is. Okay, so we, have, we do he have that. Say, he did say it was a nerve. He didn't say a pinched nerve, okay. but they thought it was just going, no surgery. I thought he dislocated his shoulder because I had one of those. and Because he never tackled any of the – when he was practicing, he just went through the catching the balls and running around. But anytime they tackled the dummies, he stood on the side. So it was like they obviously didn't want him to to make contact with that shoulder. So that's going to be kind of difficult, you know, <laughs> as a cornerback, unless you're just going to cover the guy and let him go, you know, when he catches the ball. So, yeah, he did say it's a nerve issue. And they thought, because we asked, why didn't you put him on injury reserve? It's a three-week. and he was out five weeks before they put him on injury reserve. And they said, well, they actually thought it was going to just clear up, and then it didn't. So that's why they put him on injury reserve. But now he's past that time, too, and he could come back next week. But Stefanski made it sound like he still needs more time. So I, I don't know what to say with him. He's missed uh, now eight games this year four last year so he's missed 12 games in his first 24 that he's been on the roster so that's a concern you know going forward that you know is he going to be durable there was questions about Denzel Ward he's been able to play you know this year and so yeah 
it's it's quite curious there, and obviously that's why they thought maybe you'd, they'd get a cornerback or something um, to add to the mix. Yeah, absolutely, and I think Greedy, it's so interesting because Terrence Mitchell will be a free agent after the season. Kevin Johnson was signed to a one-year deal, so he'll also be a free agent after the season. And then you're looking at A.J. Green, the undrafted free agent, Denzel Ward, you know, Tavier Thomas is obviously a special teams player, and then you're looking at Greedy Williams. So there's a there's a lot on that defense that, that's going to need to be addressed as as the Browns go forward, whether that's bringing back Mitchell, Johnson. If Greedy's not healthy, it becomes – it literally is Denzel Ward and, and nothing much else. So um, I have – MJ. MJ. Oh, yeah, MJ Stewart. Yes, um, thank you. He's he's more of a special teams guy, but he's he's been playing a little bit there. But, yeah, that's – I mean, you're, if – if Williams doesn't play at all this year, then you got a, a decision there. Is it uh is it going to be something that's going to linger? You know, is that going to be a long term injury? And you know, can you count on him next year if these other guys are are one and done? Yeah, and you know, necks and nerves and ankles and you know, there are just people whose bodies just don't react well to all the physical play. And you know, he's played football most of his life and some people's bodies break down quicker or have you know issues that just don't allow them allow them to play and Greedy Williams has a lot to prove because even if they like him a lot which I know they do he they cannot rely on him unless they are able to prove that he's healthy sometime this season if not they cannot go into next year with Denzel Ward, MJ Stewart, AJ Green and whatever they think they get out of Greedy Williams and so They'll have a, a, just another area of their roster that they're going to have to invest in if they don't know what they have in Greedy Williams. So, Fred, I appreciate you taking some time with us today. Um, hopefully you get to enjoy your weekend with no Browns game. Uh, hopefully you have some fun things planned for yourself, sir. But I appreciate you coming on. All right, Jared. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. As always, just an honor and a privilege to have Fred on. Uh, just enjoy knowing what he knows and seeing what he sees and hearing what he hears as someone who has done it for a while, right? So he, he gets a better feel uh, than some people because he, he's seen it, he, he knows it, he analyzes it, he processes it. Um, what he hears from Barry is not just the words. What he hears from Stefanski is not just their words, but just being able to understand what those words might mean. So love having Fred on the podcast and looking forward to, again, him and I and all of us having uh, no Browns game this Sunday. It'll be nice to have a little bit of relaxation, uh, to take a deep breath, to just enjoy. And uh, at least in my area, we're supposed to have some good weather. Hopefully you're going to have that in your area as well. Uh, But just because the Browns aren't playing doesn't mean you can't get in on the action. Football is back in full swing. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online, even when the Browns are on a bye. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day. Every day, head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BlueWire at BetOnline.ag. That's BlueWire, all one word, at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. 
And again, thank you for my expert, Fred Greetham, coming on tonight. I hope everybody is doing well. I hope you uh, wake up on this Thursday morning feeling some level of refreshed, some level of hope, some level of whatever it is you need to take care of yourself, take care of others, and as always, go Browns.